Welcome to the Life Leadership Podcast with myself, Leela Singh. All things coaching, career, and personal branding. This podcast is for ambitious career professionals like you, wanting to create a life of choice and freedom, to be, do, and have more through overcoming limitations, to develop new perspectives and insights, and to redefine your success, be that in work, health, relationships, and so much more. Hi there, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to Live with Leela. My name is Leela Singh, and I'm an executive career and personal brand coach, and I work with career professionals, typically in the technology industry, who are looking to overcome their limitations and uncover their real potential as well as creating new possibilities. Something that I call life leadership. Okay, so again, how many courses, certifications and accreditations are enough? And why is this a topic of today? Well, recent interactions, conversations that I've been having over the last maybe just week or so, um, with individuals on LinkedIn um, appears to have transpired into a belief that a lot of people have, which is when we're wanting to advance our career, to get promoted, to change our role, uh, maybe move company um, and simply get some recognition, whether it's a promotion, a pay rise, so forth, that the answer to that is to load up on training and on certifications. And Please do not get me wrong. I am a strong advocate for life learning, for ongoing development and growth. Why is that? Because not only is it personal growth and professional growth for us, we're always learning, challenging ourselves, learning new things, but also it's important to be able to keep up to date with the latest technical skills, the knowledge, the industry developments. It's critical in order that you can have meaningful conversations with people around you, your colleagues, your peer group, as well as adding value in your role to your team, your colleagues, even your clients, and simply being able to stay ahead of the game. So I absolutely advocate life learning and continuous you know, learning and development. But here's the thing, in parallel, it's also important to assess the non-technical and the non-industry specific gaps that you may need to close, to hone and to develop. In other words, look at the, the, the soft skills, the, the personal growth areas, because loading up on accreditations and certifications, yes, that's great. Yes, it's important, as I said. However, that is not the only thing that will get you that recognition, that promotion, the pay rise, the new job, whatever it is you're seeking, that is not always enough. You want to take a step back. So I'm inviting you to just slow down for a moment and actually ask yourself the question, what is it I'm trying to achieve? Because it isn't only about the education, the qualifications, the accreditations, the certifications, um, and keeping your head down and working really hard. That is not enough. So what else is there 
that you need to consider that you want to be thinking about if you were looking to advance your career. So I'd like to share with you today five key areas that are critical, critical to develop, to hone, to really be able to bring out the best in yourself so that you do get to show up as the best version of you in your professional and personal capacity. So here are the five things I want to share with you today. Now, some of these are areas that you may well already have nailed and you're like, yeah, I don't need to do that because I, I am I'm absolutely, I have absolute certainty in that particular thing. On the other hand, there might be areas that I'm going to mention where you feel, well, actually, yeah, I've not really looked at that. Maybe there's some work I need to do there or to assess where I'm at and where the gap is, where I can improve, because we can always improve in everything that we do all of the time, right? So here are the five areas, right? Number one is clarity, gaining clarity on where you are heading. Now that could be for the next 12 months, two years, five years, 10 years, whatever feels comfortable for you. There are some people who have a five or a 10 year plan that they work to. There are some people who can manage six to 12 months at a time and it's okay, right? There's no right or wrong. The thing is here, you want to have some element of clarity on the direction that you're heading, an idea of where you want to get to. It's a little bit like getting in your car or hopping on a bus or a train to go somewhere. It's like you have a destination in mind. There's a journey that you're going on to get to your destination. And it's the same with this, is that you want to have some kind of a journey and a destination in mind. Now that journey could be experience. Here's the thing, you do not have to want to be climbing the career ladder. You could be very happy staying at the level that you're at, but actually just growing in terms of your your depth and um, wealth of experience and expertise. That's okay too. So remember, there is no right or wrong. It should or shouldn't be a certain way. It's being honest with yourself as to what is important for you. So it could be that actually for you, it's about just gaining different experience in different parts of the business, different types of roles. Okay, let's take finance, right? It might be that you want to have the technical expertise, the management, accounting, reporting, the FP&A, the budgeting, the forecasting, um, the commercial where you're supporting, let's say, pursuit deals and teams um, with new business. There's so many different aspects or ways of looking at it, right? Or the more technical aspects around, for example, US Gap and Rev Reich and that kind of thing. There's, there's, there's so much, okay? So it may be you simply are happy at a certain level, but wanting to get the, the breadth of experience and moving and sideways moves. So getting clarity on what that is for you. On the other hand, it might be that, yeah, you're gaining the knowledge and the experience, but you want to move up that ladder. And if that's you and you want more responsibility, you want greater challenges, um, then that's kind of your end game. That is your, again, one year, five year, 10 year plan. And what is the journey you need to be going on to get there? And that journey, that, that vision, let's say, doesn't need to be set in stone because I don't believe you should do that simply because if you do, you run the risk of missing out on other opportunities that come up along the way that you hadn't even considered that can still get you to where you want to be. And again, it's like getting in the car and driving somewhere. You know, we have, if we're going somewhere that we're familiar with, we'll, we'll have a certain uh, route that we would take to get there. 
And then we discover there's roadworks or they've closed the road and we have to take a little bit of a detour to get there. And it's the same with our, our career and, and the, the trajectory that we're aiming for, that we might need to take a detour. And it might be an opportunity that we hadn't considered before. But ultimately what you want to have is some element of clarity on what is it you want to do? Where is it you want to get to over the next period of time? Whatever feels comfortable for you. And if you don't have that, I invite you to really slow down and start to take a look at that to really understand where it is you want to get to. The second thing is confidence. So when I talk about this, I'm talking about having that confidence, that certainty in yourself. And a lot of this stems from your mindset. I have a, a strong belief that we should always be working to develop and hone a winning mindset, right? And, and so this is a, an important area because this underpins everything else. This is the internal work that underpins all of the external strategies, right? So you want to be really clear on, for example, like, you know, what are the, what, what's the inner dialogue, the self-talk? How do you talk to yourself about how you're doing in your career, in your job, um, about your future? What is it that you tell yourself? How confident are you in, in your abilities, in the way that you show up, in the way that you interact with other people? You know, what, what is the lens that you look at the world through? Is it a case of, oh, I don't trust anyone and nobody takes me seriously and no one's going to support me? Or is it actually everything is an opportunity to you know expand your network, to have conversations with people, to take risks? You know, but there's and again, there's no right or wrong, but it's being able to develop and hone the best version of you when it comes to owning a winning mindset and developing the self-awareness that actually you may be holding yourself back simply by what's going on in here. And like I said, this is a really important piece because it underpins all of the other areas, which are the external, more strategic areas. So that's number two, confidence and mindset. Number three is your uh, your presence. So what I mean by that is having gravitas, being able to make an impact without saying a word. So looking at your nonverbal communication, how do you carry yourself? Now, whether that is on online, where you know on Teams and um, Zoom, or on or in the office, in in you know face to face um, environments. How do you carry yourself? You know, what is it, your posture? Are you showing that you're confident, your head's held high, you smile, you make eye contact and so forth. What is it you do or don't do? What could you do differently? Again, building up self-awareness of how you show up in the world, how you're carrying yourself um, in any situation. And it is very easy, particularly if you've been working uh, remotely for a period of time now and you still are, that when you do show up on, on camera, that we can shop in a bit of a relaxed mode and that's okay but just remember that subconsciously we're all forming opinions making assessments of other people based on how you show up so you still want to have that professional demeanor still be um, aware of your your posture the way that you're holding yourself in front of that camera the next one, number four, is a communication. And what do I mean by that? That's all forms of communication. So that can be um, communication on a one-to-one -one basis. It could be in meetings. It can be if you're presenting to whether an individual to a, a room of people. And this is obviously also both on and offline. So in person or on um, Zooms and Teams. So how good is your communication what could you do better do you need to maybe be more pur purposeful when you're making a point do you need to slow down do you need to speed up 
perhaps need to be more articulate or to explain in more detail, depending on the recipients of the information that you're sharing. These are all things to consider. And if you're delivering a presentation, then how can you be more engaging? So it's not to, uh, this is not about being overly self-critical, but it's looking and exploring, where can I be even better? And that is a question to ask yourself. And then the fifth area is connection. What I talk about here is relationships, the importance of relationships, of your, your circle of influence, that your advocates, the people around you, your supporters, your mentors, um, and that includes people outside of your day-to-day -day interaction. So, you know, it's very easy, and I've seen people do this so much, where they keep to um, interacting with only the people that they work directly with, and often that might just be within their own team, or that maybe that, you know, you have to interact with people in certain other teams, so you speak to those people. But then there's a whole bunch of people around you that you never speak to. Why? Like, for me, that's the exciting conversations because you get to understand what other people do. You get to learn about the business, maybe open your eyes to other opportunities of things that you could do or you could explore and understand what other people's business challenges are as well. It, it again, puts you ahead of the game, but it builds relationships, it's networking, and you never know how one of those conversations can change your life. Okay, so relationships is key. So it's just circling back for a moment to where I started from with today's topic. The topic today is how many courses, how many certifications and accreditations are enough? That's like saying, how long is a piece of string? But here's the thing. What is your purpose for taking on more courses, more accreditations, more certifications? What are you trying to achieve? Because yes, of course, you want to stay um, ahead of the game, you want to be able to add value and to your business and to have meaningful conversations with people around you. But you also want to stop and just slow down for a moment and say, well, actually, if it's because you feel that you want to move up in the career in terms of getting a promotion, pay rise, so forth, getting more recognition, um, changing role, then that isn't the only thing. And honestly, I had several conversations over the last week or so with people who were, you know, in terms of New Year's goals, it was to do more courses. And it was very much technical skills based. And that's great. As I said, I am a huge advocate for education, for training, for ongoing life learning and growth. However, just slow down for a moment, because if you feel that you're struggling, if you're struggling to move forward in your career, and you feel it simply, oh, I need to get more qualifications and that'll, that'll get me the, the, the next role, then just slow down to that and check in with yourself and actually ask yourself, is that the real reason? Is that the answer to the problem? Is that the solution that's gonna get you able to move forward? So my invitation to you is to slow down, to really take stock, to self-reflect, and by the way, self-reflection often isn't comfortable, but it's really powerful. So self-reflect, carry out an honest self-evaluation of those areas that I've mentioned. So just to reiterate, recap for you, your clarity on where you're heading, your, your vision of your career trajectory, what does that look like? And again, only needs to be 12 months, it could be longer if that feels comfortable for you to have an idea of that, then great. 
But what does that look like? Number one, what is your client? Where are you heading? What are you selecting on that sat nav system to, to take you there? What are the steps that are going to get you there? Right, have some clarity. Number two is confidence. It's owning a winning mindset. Be honest with yourself. What can you do to develop and to hone that, to build your self-awareness in order that you get to take back more control of your career and your life and to be able to influence it to create the outcomes that you desire? Number three is gravitas. It's presence, being able to stand out and be remembered without even having to utter a word. How good are you at that to, to show up with a strong, powerful presence online and offline? Communication. Communication is key, as we all know. And now we're talking about the verbal communication, whereas the gravitas is often a big part of the nonverbal communication, the energetic um, aspects of how we carry ourselves. So the communication, which is the 7%, the words, how we speak in meetings, in our one-to-one -one conversations with our clients in presentations on and offline what could you do even better in this regard and then number five connection relationships so building that circle of influence looking at your uh your advocates your mentors people outside of your day-to-day -day that you can connect with and build your network effectively and meaningfully all of those things play a significant part in enabling you to advance your career. They are all as critical as the qualifications, certifications, accreditations, and working really hard. So what is it you're gonna to do to help identify the gaps, the areas that you can do even better to improve, to hone, to develop? And if you're really struggling to identify this, maybe elicit some feedback reach out to people around you in your professional capacity that you trust that you know have your back that have your interests at heart and ask them for some feedback in some of those areas you know what could i be doing even better where do i need to improve that will help you to start to really get clear on okay what are the things that i can do what are the areas that i need to focus on alongside or instead of more accreditations so identify the gaps and another way of doing this is actually, if there's people around you that you work with, people that are role models for you, that inspire, that you really look up to and respect, is to, in NLP terms, you call this modeling excellence. So identifying somebody who we think, you know, wow, I'd love to be like them, you know, I'd love to have that level of um, that confidence to hold the attention in a room, to be so engaging, to, you know, be so decisive. Um, and make decisions quickly, um, you know, to be a great uh, manager and leader for the team, whatever the attributes are that you're aspiring to, you can model them. So you can observe, you can study them, you can even have a conversation with them. You know, if there's someone who is an amazing uh, team leader, perhaps have a conversation to understand what are the skills that they see themselves doing to make them so good at what they do, you know, have they done any kind of training? Have they um, had some support from a mentor? Perhaps what are the things they can guide you and advise you with so that you too can uh, model the excellence that you're seeing in those people to be able to show up in a similar way for your team or to be able to become a manager to, to you know, to lead a team. So that's another 
approach that you can take as well. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm just going to recap really, really quickly. Firstly, if you are looking to advance your career and you're thinking, I need to take another certification or um, accreditation or any sort of training, just slow down for a moment and ask yourself why. If it is because it's keeping up with the latest technical skills and knowledge, um, industry developments, that's absolutely important. If it's not really for that, but it's to be able to show that I've got another you know, five strings to my bow so that I can get recognized, actually just slow down for a moment and ask yourself, is that really the truth? Is that the thing that's going to get me to where I want to be? Or is it the case that actually there are these other areas that I've, I've shared with you today? So having the clarity of actually where is that I want to get to so that you can then convey that to other people so that they know and then they can offer you opportunities to align with that is it about lacking in confidence maybe you need to be more assertive more confident have greater certainty in yourself in your work in your capabilities is it your confidence that's that's an area that needs to be developed is it your gravitas your presence what can you do even better to have a more powerful presence in the workplace what about your communication where can you improve on that area and then finding relationships how good are you at building your network to, to cultivating your network to nurturing it to creating that circle of influence these are all core aspects to advancing your career so slow down take stock carry out some self-reflection being really honest with yourself maybe elicit some feedback whether it's from your manager colleagues um, even clients that you have a good relationship with people who you know would have your interests at heart would want to see you grow and develop and reach out to them and ask them to, to maybe score you or give you some feedback in those areas so you can understand where you're at and actually how much more can I improve and then maybe identify people around you as I said you know role models people that inspire you or that you aspire to be like that you can maybe have a conversation with they can perhaps give you some guidance on how they've achieved what they've achieved how they're doing what they're doing so that you can learn from that and people love to help, as I always say. They'd love to be able to share. So those are some ideas. If you're struggling to move forward in your career, if you feel like you're just being ignored, overlooked, um, or you keep applying for things and just not getting anywhere, these are some things that are really important for you to consider. Of course, the other thing is to look for support to get you there. That can be internally within your organization. It could be externally, maybe someone you know who you've worked with in the past who's moved on elsewhere reach out to them. It doesn't have to be a formal mentoring relationship, but it could be someone you could just reach out to for some guidance and help from time to time or seeking a formal mentor or even a coach. So those are some things you could also do as well. So I hope this has been really helpful for you and insightful. So until next time, remember to elevate your performance, maximize your potential and create new possibilities by showing up as the best version of you. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already done so. And if you enjoyed and gained value from today's episode, then do please leave a review telling us your key learnings and what you enjoyed the most. And do please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues so we can spread the word on life leadership, creating a life of choice, freedom and new possibilities.
Connect with me directly on LinkedIn. And if you would like to learn more about how we can work together, either DM me on LinkedIn or email me. All details and resources can be found in the show notes.